Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. SG Extra, only on Money FM 89.3. It is time for Powering Your Property this Tuesday, where we bring you the latest in property sector news and updates. Owners of a Strata Title Office Tower in Singapore's Tanchong Paga area have agreed to put their 50-story property on the market. The biggest project to be put up for collective sale, International Plaza. It's been launched for tender at a reserve price of $2.7 billion. No small sum there, and if successful, it's likely to set a precedent for other mixed-use developments attempting a collective sale. That's right. It will also smash the previous record set by Farrer Court. This was way mm-hmm. back in 2007, if you recall. That's the biggest collective sale deal. $1.338 billion when it was sold to Capital Land-led consortium. Holders of the units at the International Plaza building on Anson Road have engaged property consultant C. Edmund Tide to market the 45-year-old commercial block. Two potential investors now are joined by Desmond Sim. He is the CEO of Edmund Tide to tell us more. Desmond, thanks so much for joining us today. Good afternoon, Rachel. Good afternoon, Tim. So tell us, Desmond, International Plaza, it's been launched for sale by public tender at a record res- re- reserve price of $2.7 billion. And if so, it could become Singapore's largest collective sale in history. So how significant exactly is this deal? The keyword is actually significant. So I think in terms of location, it's definitely significant part of um, Tanjung Paga. It's like the, the gateway to Tanjung Paga area. That being said, our, we are also keeping our fingers and toes crossed because the quantum is also quite significant because of the, mm-hmm. the plot size as well. So I think interest um, should be um, there due to the location and the significance of the size of the site. But at the same time, we, we, we won't be surprised to see joint ventures due to um, the, the significance of the, of the deal. All right, Desmond, uh, given the location, though, of International Plaza, it is prime location after all, and markets are rebounding as well. Are you expecting higher demand for uh, this property? Well, I think the size of the, the quantum or the size of the site and what you can build now may be, may be a drawback for um, smaller cap developers. But mm-hmm. definitely, I think um, it's all part of the rejuvenation, the, um, the lift work and play of the CBD. And we're expecting to see um, some interest to come in and basically build residential commercial properties on, on that site. Mm. So we've spoken about the headline figure, that $2.7 billion number. Talk us about how that equates to PSF costing and how that then compares to the current market rate for the area. Well, in terms of um, PSF costing, if I'm not mistaken, it's definitely north of 2000 per square foot. Um, that's land price. Um, definitely, it's, it's a price to pay. But however, let's not forget that this is um, not comparable to any of the recent sites, um, especially those that are predominantly residential that have been transacted. This one gives you a, a better play in terms of mix. You can do retail, you can do hospitality, you can do office as well as um, residential. Desmond, previous uh, reports said the owners were looking to launch this site back in 2018. Uh, Why the delay to this year? 
I always hate to say this, but we always have to blame it on COVID, don't we? Mm. The key thing is that um, there was a collective sale agreement being um, um, put put through, but um, they, then came circuit breaker, so there were problems um, getting um, in, in touch with owners and things like that. So that agreement basically lapsed uh, in terms of um, expiry, and you need to do um, an application to extend it. So we managed to get it extended um, the start of the year, and um, by um, July, we managed to get the quorum needed, which is basically 80% of um, all the whole um, development. We're speaking with Desmond Sim, CEO of Edmund Tai. Now, Desmond, earlier on, you spoke about live, work and play. And we understand that International Plaza meets the criteria to qualify for the Central Business District Incentive Scheme. What exactly does that mean and what does that mean for this potential deal as well? Well, I think the URA, which is the state planners, basically introduced this CBD incentive scheme all the way back, I think, um, two mm-hmm. years ago, 2019, um, uh, alongside with the new master plan. So what this scheme allows um, for some of the, um, what we call existing landlords to do, is to basically um, work on this scheme. And the, the sacrifice, sacrifice you needed is that um, what used to be commercial, you just had to tip the balance to introduce more residential and hospitality mm-hmm. and if you basically fulfill all the requirements the gift that comes along with it will be a bonus intensification of up to 20 to 25 percent that means you get to build 20 to 25 percent more you know in terms of your gross floor area so not many sites um know what we call qualify for this automatically some of them even need um amalgamation of land and things like that means you need to hold hands with your neighboring partners to go in but fortunately um, International Plaza does um, qualify for this. Um, should the new owner want to um, evoke this scheme and to tip the, the balance a bit of what originally is zoned for commercial, which is um, currently what International Plaza is zoned for, and probably introduce some more residential or hospitality into their play, then they, they can qualify for up to 25% of bonus or ratio. Desmond, what kind of impact will a redeveloped uh, redevelopment of this uh, site have on uh, the Tanjung Pagar area? Well, in the greater scheme of things, if you look, um, the port the port is going to be shifted to 2027. We've already seen the, the rejuvenation of Tanjung Paga from a government land sale. We saw the in- introduction of um, Goko Towers. We also seen um, no Alibaba, no Metroperanel. They are also doing a redevelopment of Taksa Tower. So I think it's the extension of the CBD. Um, if I to put it a little bit further will be also the extension of the Greater Southern Water Fund. So I think it's a um, collective sale. Basically, it's a private-led urban regeneration um, scheme, and I think um, it will help. And let's let's not forget that some of these um, older buildings, tenure and the age, does not play well on their part. So um, a, a good private-led um, urban regeneration would be good for um, in, on on hindsight. Desmond, talk to us about your thoughts and your outlook for the residential and commercial on block market, particularly for that area, because, I mean, we can't ignore what's been happening over the course of, I'm going to say, we're coming close to two years now with COVID-19. We've seen many people starting to work from home. That's causing a bit of a shift when it comes to office space in the CBD. And you've mentioned residential is going to be a key component here for International Plaza. So what's your outlook for that particular sector of and section of the market when you're looking at the CBD. How do you see it really transform and change going forward post-COVID-19? 
Well, I think one of the catalysts is definitely the CBD incentive scheme. And with that, seen um, quite a few um, existing developments trying and do the applications to mm-hmm. qualify for that. So I think it does help in a, in a sense that going forward, the CBD is not going to be a ghost town during the weekends. No, you probably will see a little bit of injection of residential, no, a live-in culture. So it, it, it basically creates a better use of a plot of land where you get 24 hours of usage instead of just pure office hours. So I think that in, in, in hindsight, that may um, spur on. I won't be surprised um, to see some more, especially when age is not on their side, to look for um, collective sale as one of the options to basically find a buyer because some of them, um, the buildings that we have seen, uh, not only in the CBD, also along Orchard Road, are also um, strata titled. So in only to get a unanimous decision, you have to go through the collective sale process. So I think with that, I think we might see um, a, a bit more, what we call a couple more projects basically going for this scheme as well. Okay, well, Desmond, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. We've been speaking with Desmond Sim, CEO of Edmund Tai. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.